And just like that, we're live. There we go, finally. Yeah, not bad, not bad. The schedules have been off for the last little bit. They've been, yeah, they've been messed up. My schedule Everyone. has been garbage at work. It's been the worst, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I was traveling, and John's traveling. Yeah, where is John now? We I, decided I we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the chat knows. I need to actually open up the chat now that I think about where it. Where were you? Last weekend, I was yeah. in League City, Texas for some Quidditch stuff. Okay. And the weather was miserable. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. It, w it was about um, 39 degrees the whole time. Okay. Or 100 for America. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it was real humid. I think the uh, coolest it got was around 6 a.m. It would drop to 80. Okay. Which I don't yeah. really know what it is for Celsius, but still pretty hot. 80 is... Oh my god. I used to I'm, know I'm this. I guess it's around 30-ish. Yeah, it's high 20s, low 30s for sure. Somewhere around there. Yeah. <clears throat> for me, yeah, that so just sounds just, the worst. Yeah, it was just... You're just sweaty the entire <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, also while playing sports outside, so that was an added added fun. Sure. But, you know, whatever. How did you whatever. guys do? Um, we made it to the quarterfinals and then got our asses kicked. Okay. Uh, okay, so cool. Well, that's was, good. Was, which, which, you know, I knew that was going to happen. It was more so just for the... Just getting to go to the championships is, is just a fun time. Yeah, sure, with, sure. Uh, with your friends, with your team. Yeah. What I, have you been up to? Anything I feel like start? I have to apologize a little bit for last week. Uh, basically, why there was no show last week. John and I... Uh, said that we would be able to do Friday, which was true. And then I messaged him saying, hey, just as a heads up, I might not be able to do that time Friday. So like, just, I'll message you when I know more. Basically what happened is I took apart my computer because I got my old desk out and have a new desk now, which is why the camera situation is different. Also, remember how I said my camera was broken? This is the new one that you're looking at right now. So oh, okay. that was the is replacement that I was waiting on. Yeah, it's uh, an upgraded version of the one I had before. So okay, it's okay. Cool. It, it was cheap, so I ordered one. Um, so yeah, I basically told him it might not be able to happen Friday. Like we'll set another time or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Then I messaged him saying, "Hey, I can't actually get the desk until like Monday or Tuesday or something. So we're good." And then he never responded back to me. So he was under the impression that we weren't going to do it at all Friday. But yeah, it was just a miscommunication. That's why so, yeah, there was a series one. of missed connections, I guess. And unfortunately, that was the only day I could for about a week until now. <laughs> so <laughs> it was one of those things. Right. Yeah. Hence yeah. the Saturday, Saturday episode. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, so working. Working a lot, actually, and it's been terrible. It's been the worst week of my life. That sucks. Bills to pay. Gotta get that cheddar. Yep. Dollar um, dollar bill. I guess in terms of shitty things on my side, I have a huge canker sore on my lip for the past, like, half a week. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, which just seems to be getting bigger. So I bought <laughs> some of that mouthwash, and I'm hoping that helps. Yeah, alright. I hope yeah, so, but, too. Uh, yeah, me too. That's probably the worst thing going on with me. I've had one of those before. It's terrible. It's pretty bad. I get I get like an annoying canker sore probably like once every month and a half, maybe every oh, six wow. weeks I'll get one. 
do you eat like a lot of like spice or something like what's is what could trigger that that regularly um do you grind i don't know teeth? sometimes i i mean i do eat lots of spice i've never heard of that as a as a as something that causes it i've heard like unwashed fruit but i don't eat a lot of unwashed fruit unwashed i've also fruit, heard okay. just um uh like trauma like if it gets hit that can cause oh, it right. too and, you're and doing i bet sports. it's that one yeah because of the sports it's sure. probably that one i'm probably yeah. hitting my lips when i'm just colliding with people or whatever no totally you're right it's probably that for sure uh, but yeah, it's been uh, a while since I've been here specifically because I missed the week before that too. I believe right, for right. work, which yeah, because we actually we could have had John on this week, but I was like, uh, let's get Paul on because he missed yeah. the last episode. Get the get the check in a more regular check in. Sure. Um, but yeah, let's do the let's do a podcast top down perspective for August nineteenth. Sean, me is here and Paul's here. Hi. Again, I have no idea where John is. I saw he had Nintendo wristbands on, so I think he might be at some kind of Nintendo event. But is, I, I is he know. doing his one of his work trips for like Runaway Guy stuff, or is that I have later? no idea? Yeah, I don't know. I either. thought he already did a one recently. Like his last one, I thought was a work trip. Hmm. It could be. Someone says he's in San Jose. I think he better not be in San Jose because that dude's an hour from me and he didn't ask to hang out at all. So he better not be in San Jose or I'm going to be hurt. Yeah. He's qualifying. He's qualifying for the Nintendo World Championships. Okay. I thought it was okay. something like that. And actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, a Twitter account I follow of a guy who lives in San Jose was posting pictures. So he's probably in San Jose. Fuck that guy for not wanting to hang out. Yep. I'm with you. <sighs> Fuck that guy. He, Someone says uh, he is at he is in San Jose at the Best Buy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's San Jose Best Buy. That's the that's the spot to check out. Yeah. When you're in California, yeah, yeah. don't miss out on Best Buy. Yep. Damn, Piece of son. Shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Or John. He's, he's never going to hear this. But. It's probably like a two day stint. Like he's probably coming back tomorrow or something because that's the type of high flying life you live when you play video games on Twitch. <laughs> You got to qualify for them championships. I guess, guess, man. I could have housed you, John. (laughs) I'm an hour from San Jose. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Saturday, August 19th from 10 to 7 and Sunday from 11 to 5. Gotcha. Cool. Anyway. Well, best of luck to him. Also, fuck him. Yeah, I don't really know what the Nintendo World Championship is. I guess it's some kind of tournament. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good luck to to John. Um, Yeah. I guess real real quick before we start uh, talking about what we've been playing, I finally set up my um, H my Elgato yeah HD sixty thing. I watched you stream for a bit until Twitch shit itself and then like stopped working for me completely. I yeah well on and on my side I can't seem to get it to run perfectly. I oh. either can't get my audio yeah. to come in even though I have. Okay, so I'm not using OBS. I, I loaded up OBS, and it seems like... And please correct me. This I'm, like, super new to all this. Sure. It seems like OBS is all about capturing a part of your screen. No, there's game and application capture as well. But yeah, okay. there is screen oh. capture as well, for sure. Okay, that's the one that stuck out to me. So I thought, oh, well, I'm not playing, like, PC games. How yeah. would I get it? Your so Elgato the, the would thing- be a video capture device that you would plug into it. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Because so it came with some software, which is what I was using, which okay. seemed pretty straightforward, and I was liking it, except sure. for the part where it wasn't working f- 
for whatever reason I, I couldn't figure out. But it seemed like this has all the functionality I need. Because sure. like I can plug, I have one monitor, okay. which is actually a TV, and I I plugged my PS4 into you know HDMI one or whatever, sure. right? and then the second HDMI one, uh, HDMI two is my PC. Sure. <clears throat> and then they go the the PlayStation goes through the Elgato first, and then into the into the TV, uh-huh. and it can like read that there is something turned on in the first HDMI port, which I was like, that's great. Does OBS do that? Um, like I mean, how you, does OBS you, capture? You would just see the video pop up on the preview screen for OBS. So it, it will. Yeah, it like, should. In theory, it should. Yeah. Okay. I've never used Elgato's stuff, so I can I honestly don't know. Well, like, well that's what I'm saying. Is how does how does OBS do it? Does it just it yeah. can detect there is a device turned on in a different HDMI port and then you can see both? Yeah, exactly. So it would like OBS when you open it has a like weird win a big window and then a bunch of crap underneath it where you add scenes and shit like that. That big window when like you add the proper device will show what that device sees. So when you add the Elgato to your like scene or whatever It'll just show what that Elgato sees on that okay. on the screen. Yeah. People in the chat are like are confirming basically what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, for some reason I couldn't figure it out. Maybe I gotta spend a little bit more time with it. Anyways, I was sure. using the Elgato software. And it which works. straight up is just like, are you using a PlayStation 4? And it was like, yes, yes, I am. Like you don't need to pick like video capture device. It'll it just asks what console. Sure. And then the PlayStation's kind of annoying. You have to like turn off the something in the HCCP settings. HCCP or whatever. Yeah. Yeah which I don't, I don't know what that is i guess it's something to to protect against like pirating shit yeah pretty much yeah because mm-hmm. when i went to go watch netflix later on it said i have to turn that back on and i was like yep. i got a better idea why don't i turn on my xbox or my computer my phone my tablet <laughs> yeah literally like, any other device i've got time to go to your settings yep dude yep um does the xbox do that too or is it just a playstation thing? i have no idea i don't have an xbox that's that's true yeah um I'm assuming so because that I'm, I'm assuming Microsoft also doesn't want you to be pirating like Netflix uh, episodes. The thing is, is that Sony actually has stake in like Blu-ray and Sony Pictures and shit, so they might be more shitty about it than Microsoft is in that way. But Microsoft does still sell like digital content. They have a store. Sure. sure. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I got I got get everything plugged in and it was appearing and so one one case it wouldn't pick me up even though there's like a sound monitoring option that I would click okay uh, and then the other case um, when I finally did get it picking me up and I actually played a bit was it wasn't playing the game audio yeah I mean honestly this is all just shit streamers have to deal with <laughs> that yeah, break all the time so yeah that sucks but and I have no idea what the issue was so I guess I'll go back and try OBS instead. Um, sure just because that seems like a wider platform if i, I mean have issues when like we both have some time i can sit down with you and we can like get it set up for real if you that'd want. be cool yeah i have to yeah. i have to i'd have to bring my playstation back over here sure um because i moved it back to the couch mm-hmm. but um i mean like it, it's a cool little thing to do sure uh but then i also run into the issue of like what do i want to listen to do i want to listen to game audio because i can't listen to it through the computer because then it's delayed yeah or and then but then how do I make sure I'm sounding OK? So it's like I'm going to have to get like two sets of headphones yep. or something that happens. Yep. And then I'm thinking like, but what if I wanted to be like, you know, have someone Skype in or whatever? Then that's going to be like another yep. piece of junk. 
Mm-hmm. And then if I if I do have two sets of headphones, one going to the monitor so that I can hear the game or, you know, my controller or whatever, and then the other one in the computer, I'm now going to be listening to myself playing as well as myself playing 30 seconds ago. Yes. No, the, it's fucked that, up. Yeah. There's so way, there's I, like weird technical things you can do around everything, but it usually involves buying stupid adapters and shit, so it's all yeah. just I yeah mean, it's terrible. dude man try, being a twitch streamer is no joke <laughs> it's got to be up on your shit there's some shit you got to do yeah i thought i could just buy this 80 dollar device and then the money bags will just start showing up in the mailbox i mean you could that's just what was, play computer that's what was told games. to me <laughs> that's what was told to me yeah i don't know yeah i mean that's how john does it right yeah he just said yeah he, you get the elgato yeah and then, and, and then, then you, people just send you checks. They just send you a blank check. No, seriously. Like in our Twitter chat, when Sean was asking about this stuff because an Elgato was on sale, Sean literally said, "All you have to do is buy that and then win the Nintendo World Championship." That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I guess I'll uh, toy around with that when I have some more free time sure i also need to set up voice meter banana i have that i just haven't sat down with it sure um okay yeah let's talk about more direct stuff uh let's talk about what you've been playing for the last like three weeks weeks i guess yeah this is about two weeks worth of stuff because this week was kind of a write-off with the computer not being set up until literally last night like less than 12 hours ago um so i went back to hollow knight because I was looking for something to play, and I was like, the DLC came out. There was some new free DLC for Hollow Knight, which added two bosses and uh, a new, like, fast travel station and a new ability, I think it was. I can't remember what the new ability was. But um, I had never done 100% completion on it yet. I just, like, finished the main part of the game, and this was my way to go back in there and I saw the new DLC content, and I 100% completed Hollow Knight. So that game is 100% completed as it stands right now. All the little secrets found, all the upgrades completely max out, all that type of shit. That game is great. That's one of the best games of the year, just as a hint hint for a few months from now. Um, all right. In That felt pretty good, so I was like, you know what? Ghost Recon Wildlands, I was like pretty close to toppling the cartel. I'm just going to go topple the cartel now. So I did that too. I loaded up uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. And um, that game's weird because it has this kind of like big spread out map of you're supposed to take out a bunch of like very small like cartel um, officers or whatever. And then you get intel from them to access like the bigger dude to access their boss and then like at the end you access you mean the like, king of cocaine mountain yeah you access the king of cocaine mountain by the end now i right. thought there's four different wings there's like smuggling security something else and something else um i thought you Coke would need tester to, yeah exactly testers the tester season <laughs> four yeah oh man <laughs> the dark uh, turn i thought that you would have to do all four like lieutenants essentially to get to the big guy you only need to complete two you only need to take down like two of the different four wings to be able to kill the big guy but after you kill the big guy the game's like yo but you get it now you're the big guy no you get a different ending 
if you do a hundred percent. So I was like, you know what? Okay. Fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> like I'm done. Oh, really? I, yeah. Not I was, worth it. I was happy with like finishing off two full wings of like this cartel <laughs> operation and um like basically murdering the big dude, like doing my job. And yeah, like I've been picking at it since, but it's not the same knowing that like I did the thing I wanted to do, which is killing it's like killing Bowser in Mario and then being like, yeah, but now you can like wrap up the last five castles if you want. It's like, but why? Sure. Bowser's okay. dead. Like they're going to crumble from economic disparity. It's fine. I mean, on the other side, it's just more to do with the game. That's exactly it for sure. Um, Yeah. This kind of sounds like a Breath of the Wild. Kind of. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with I'm that type of person. Like when the main quest thing is done, I'm done. Like until there's yeah. new content. Actually, speaking of Breath of the Wild, in terms of that, it's like I I, I finished it at, the, at you know whatever week it was ago yeah. um, with the mindset of like oh and then I'll go back and I'll wrap up all the shrines I wanted to do. I haven't turned it on since. Yeah. So, yeah. Like it, but yeah. Actually, I'm gonna quickly side note real okay. fast to an email we got because this kind of relates. Sure. Um, Jiricos actually sent it too. I'm gonna read the second question from them. Okay. Uh, it says, I love the section of the podcast where you guys talk about games you've played during the week uh, because it is often a great way to, uh, to get recommendations of new games to try. Often sure. you'll get into great detail about a game and it makes me really want to play it and you'll say something at the end like, I really recommend it. However, you won't repeat the name of the game at the end. No, yeah. So my request is that I'd like you guys to say the name of the game again at the end if you're recommending it. Maybe even spell it out if it has weird spelling. I think this might be just a good practice going forward. This is podcast. something I've been trying to do more and more recently all the time with whatever I'm talking about because perfect it as per a person who likes to listen to like talk radio and podcasting I fucking hate when it's like they talked about this game for like an hour what the hell were they talking about again yeah and you like you <laughs> missed the first five minutes so sure. you're just hoping like please just say the name of it again or yeah. like a character Anywhere. or something yeah something yeah. I can google for sure so okay. yeah so we should start doing that yeah for sure uh so yeah so that was Re- that was wildlands ghost recon wildlands it's meh still, but it's it's time killer. Speaking of time killers, I went back to No Man's Sky because there was another update. Oh man, yeah. What what's the name? Atlas something, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know what they updated because I haven't been in No Man's Sky since it came out, essentially. And okay, there's so been there, two or three. So I think three. there's like two updates that you yep. you get to play within. Yeah. So I've been actually having most fun right now with the first update, which is the survival mode shit that they added. So. I've been Isn't base the whole building. game survival mode? Well, I've been base building. That's the first update they did, where you could actually build your own base on a planet you were settling on. So that's what okay, I've yeah, been doing. Yeah. yeah. Also, the uh, update, um, the most recent one is Atlas Rises. Atlas Rises. Okay, cool. Uh, I went back to that as a time killer thing because I like having something to kill time with when I'm listening to podcasts or music or watching YouTube videos. Did you... Did mm-hmm. you start a new game or did you just continue? I just continued because I wanted really? to see where I was. Yeah. Everyone I've been listening to has always said I just started over. And I was just thinking to myself, if I did go back, I, I'd probably just start over because like I have yeah. no attachment to anything. No, for sure. Before. I just didn't want to start off with any like I knew that I had a ship. I didn't want to start off the beginning shit of like just collect a bunch of carbon so you can make this one thing or collect a bunch of this so you could like power up the engine on this shitty ship. I have a class okay. A freighter and I didn't want to let it go. 
because it just right. carries a bunch of shit on it, right? So sure. I've been having fun with it, though. Like, that game changes so much when it's not just a mindless try to get to the middle of the universe or whatever the fuck they were trying to do, but instead it's like, here is, like, a set of objectives you can try to achieve for yourself to survive better. And then with this update, like they actually... examples. Uh, building a base, hiring people for that base so you can unlock missions for them so that you can get more shit to, like, build. So you're basically, like, creating, like, a settlement, essentially. Which is, like... Are, wait, are you doing the missions or are they doing them? Yeah, th- I mean, the missions are essentially, like, go find me, like, 20 helium or something like that, right? They're, like... And you... And you, sorry, yeah, and they're you're giving sending people to, out to do that. No, they're giving it to you to do, and then you come back oh, okay. with it, and then they're like, then you get more reputation with whatever like faction or whatever alien race they're with. They give you some like codex shit, and you can talk to them and stuff to fill out your language codex for the different races. And right, yeah, it. I just really like that. There's some direction. Like, there's a reason why I should be going to do this mindless objective, and I like right. that. So yeah, here yeah. there's like some like story content now. Yes. So just adding like structure has made that a game and it's been cool. super fun. Actually, it's been really good. All right. Um, I still don't like I think about it and it's like that sounds great and like what I wanted. But I won't go back. But there's so much other games out right now. No, you're right. Going back to No Man's Sky just seems like what are you doing? No, totally. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't justify it. Totally. I, <clears throat> I'm totally with you. Um, Path of Exile updated. I can't remember Wrath of Orianth or something. I can't remember what the hell the new update's called. But um that's the free to play the free to play Diablo 2 modernized clone essentially. Okay. That um I I'm sure I've talked about it before cuz I actually like this game quite a bit. I went back in it to see like what they added and I'm kind of working through act 6 now and that's been kind of fun and just seeing like my character evolve more and more there's been i've just been kind of sucked back into the weird dungeon crawly third person isometric type space so that game continues to be good and for some reason this is the update that got a lot of streamers on twitch that like get multiple thousands of people regularly playing it and i don't know why i don't know what they changed to make it like accessible to these people now but it's kind of cool that game's getting a lot bigger but yeah i just want to see what they added um path of xl right yeah i'm gonna add one thing here that i'll just talk briefly on starcraft remastered came out so okay the first starcraft game they hdified it so 4k yeah they 4k'd it, it you're right yeah, yeah yeah so this is Starcraft Brood War from years and years and years ago that I was super obsessed with. Only it works. They also just they put out Brood War like half a year ago for free, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and this plays with the old one. I understand. Yeah. So in the Blizzard Battle.net launcher, which is the official name now, they went back on it just being called the Blizzard app to Blizzard Battle.net launcher. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Um. They added just a space for StarCraft 1. So if you have the original StarCraft 1, like, on your account or whatever, you could just play that version now. But I bought the remastered one because I wanted to see them, like, make it a little nicer looking. And, yeah, it looks good on 
higher resolution monitors now. That's the only difference. It plays the exact same for better or for worse. It feels super dated. Yeah, I understand they didn't add like anything really At to all. it. It's just new, new graphics. Sp- new sp- uh, like updated sprites, some new graphics on their little, little like avatar thing. But overall, nothing crazy. No how much is the up- how much is the upgrade? Uh, 15, 20 bucks, something like that. Okay. All it's right. not bad. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, All right. I just thought I'd throw that in there. So that's kind Starcraft of Starcraft remastered. That's kind of it for like things I've been revisiting. The new stuff, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is the first one. Do you know anything about this game? Yeah, I've been hearing about it on lots of podcasts. Okay. So the thing that Ninja ab- Theory, right? Ninja Theory, the people that yeah. have made uh, Heavenly Sword and uh, Enslaved, Enslaved Journey to the West. Yep. Those sort I like of games. Enslaved a lot. Enslaved is very good. I liked Heavenly Sword quite a bit too, but that was bu- that was before better game design has yeah, never played through it. Um so yeah. How do I talk about this game? Okay, first of all, what it is. It is essentially the Divine Comedy, like Dante's Inferno type thing, where Senua is a Celtic warrior woman who is seeking to go to the depths of hell to save the soul of her lover, is the basis of it. Um, What it actually is, is an experience in psychosis and mental health degradation. And in that respect it works amazingly as an experience that only an interactive medium can do. It kind of fails cool. as a video game. <laughs> so oh, okay. it's, it's one of these things where, oh my God, it's so hard to talk about. Um, it's kind of like a walking simulator where you kind of want to see what's coming up. Like you're in, you're in this world. It's beautiful looking. Everything is very cool. Everything kind of fits together well. But then there's just like a million dudes you have to kill. In a combat system, that's okay, but stale. Okay, so not walking simulator. Right, but it's boring combat. Like, because you're not really can... Okay. It's hard to explain. You go into this, like, combat mode, essentially. There's kind of three modes in this game. There's... Stun position from Just Cause, all yep. right. Yeah, there's stun position. Um, there's combat mode. There's, like, puzzle mode. And there's, like, lore mode, essentially. The lore mode is you're just walking through this world and looking around and stuff and the voices in your head and a narrator are talking about stuff and cool shit's happening and the visuals are amazing and all that stuff. Um, is this like a cutscene or like how long are these sections? No, there's very few like it's weird because the cutscenes and the gameplay kind of meld together. The graphics are the same quality okay. in both. So it's kind of hard I mean, to tell. Cool. It's kind of hard to tell where the cutscenes end and where you pick up until like you are able to move the camera around. And even some of the cutscenes, you can move it around a little bit. So, um, there, the lore stuff is basically in cutscenes and while you're moving around the environment, like long stretches of you walking down a pier and nothing is happening except like you can hear the crashes of waves and like of narrator talking or like voices in your head or that sort of thing. Um, okay. The puzzle parts are basically there are doors that are gated off by like they're locked by runes that you need to find. 
like these runes are all over the environment um and you have to kind of find where they are it's hard to explain like okay everybody knows the symbol of like the cross right that like ostensibly like jesus died on or something i think there's like a rune that looks exactly like it even so this door shows that rune glowing in red showing that it's locked you need to find this thing so there might be like a tree with like a spear through it or something and then when you look at it at a certain way it makes the shape of that cross exactly and then you focus on it and then it's like oh you found the rune in the environment like you found the thing and this is how you like they're kind of like the keys to unlock the door and at first it is just like one rune or two and then by the end there's like three or four per door or something so it's a little more time consuming it's busy work like it's kind of shitty it's kind of not fun the environments are very beautiful it's kind of not fun just looking around for 20 minutes to try to find four runes that look this way in the environment because it's not that like any cross in the environment will do it's one specific one that you have to find so yeah i don't okay. know so you don't like the puzzles or it kills or the a combat. pacing both of the puzzles and the combat kill the pacing of the story is a problem yeah. do, do you like the story like is, yeah. is there anything keeping you to this game yeah no uh the story is a like it's literally the divine comedy it is you going through hell and it just gets worse and worse as you're going, basically. Um, I guess I should ask, did you finish it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty okay. short game. So there, it's about, it must have been good enough that you were, it kept you. Oh, for game. sure. For sure. Um, okay. Yeah, it's about a seven to eight hour experience, depending on how much time you're taking. I took seven hours, so. This makes me think, kind of the, the way you're describing these lore sections, makes me think of, t- of two different games. Did you ever play Fury? Uh, the combat game? The boss, yeah, fight. Actually, the boss battle game. Actually, I did play that within the last two weeks for the first time. Okay. I just didn't want to talk about it. It makes me kind of think of that because in between the boss battles, there's these like long stretches of just walking. It's very much that. Okay, it's very. And much the other that. game it kind of reminds me of uh, is Asura's Wrath, which has just kind of boring combat, and you just want to get through the like mashy combat to see the next like crazy cutscene. Yeah, of the story. So the best way I could like equate the combat i'll talk about that for a second um is it's almost like an ios combat type game where there's like a beautiful set piece thing where you're like when you go into combat you take out your sword and it kind of goes into this close-up third person like view of senwa like holding her sword up and so you can like see the enemy in front of you coming at you and the basic idea is when they have tells that when they do a certain thing, you can either block to parry them, giving you a bunch of free attacks so you can just, like, really fuck them up, or you can dodge out of the way, and, like, if it's an attack that either you don't know the timing for or um, is, like, a strong attack that you can't block. So they want you to time your attacks and time your dodges and stuff like that, and that's all cool, Except there's like five types of enemies. That's the problem. Is that okay? It's very repetitious, and there's like this crow-faced enemy who's your basic baddie, who's like kind of weak, but he like if you let them gain up on you, they'll kill you. There's like a dude with a shield, a dude with an axe, 
like a berserker dude that just like runs at you and just like a big hulking dude. That's like literally it throughout the whole game. And they all have the same attack patterns, attack animations and all that stuff. And it's very, very nice looking. But I'm not lying when I'm saying to you, the last battle took me half an hour of just one on one with guy after guy. And that's okay. boring. <laughs> that's bad. All right. Um, afterwards, after the game's done, there's a little feature that this game comes with that is a 20 minute kind of like expose on what they're what they're trying to do with like the mental health stuff, specifically psychosis, psychoses. Um, and it kind of explains that all of the things that you might hate about the game is stuff people with actual psychosis have to deal with in day-to-day life, which made me appreciate some of that shit in a different way. Like, there's always voices in your head in this game. You can't turn it off these voices that are consistently telling you that you're awesome, that you suck, that you should run now, that you should move. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? They don't stop at all. And it was actually driving me... Like, it was frustrating as hell. Are they saying... Does the character have the psychosis or is it just because of the environment? It's like having it. The character. Okay. The character. And it gets more intense in some parts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, There's visual problems in the environment every now and then, which apparently is the thing people with psychosis have where like it's hard to focus on a task at hand because like a light and the peripheral vision will just like be so blaringly obvious that they have to like look that way. Like, this game is very much you are going crazy with your character. And that's why it's maybe a little bit too much. Like, at the end of the day, I think a a game should always be compelling. I kind of wished that I didn't have to go mentally insane to (laughs) see this story. But, like, maybe that plays to what they wanted right like maybe now i have a better understanding of what people deal with every day of their fucking life essentially and i just got like seven hours of it so i don't know i think it's very very cool as a as an idea i really really like just in like the video game industry terms of this like what they're calling a triple a indie game where they're not putting all their time and effort into a thing that needs to sell a million copies, but like they're okay. They're making a nice polished, like mid tier product because Senua's Sacrifice, Hell, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is 30 bucks and you can like pick it up. It's seven, eight hours. It's a beautiful experience, kind of a weird te- um, game that just kind of gets boring in some parts, but like you'd want to see it through. I kind of like what they're doing with that, if nothing else. I feel like the last thing we need to hit on, which yeah. is what I've heard the most about this game, is the permadeath feature. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> that's kind of like the the slight spoiler aspect of it. But sure, the, I mean, the game doesn't the game says there's permadeath, right? Yeah, it's weird. This game doesn't have any HUD elements at all. And the only thing that makes you remember that it's a game is that the very beginning, about 10 to 15 minutes in, it says that you're act, or 
dying can have its like consequences or something. It doesn't say, yo, there's permadeath, but it does word some weird text on the screen, which never happens again in the whole game that make you think that there is for sure. Yeah, it's okay. it might it could be construed as misleading, honestly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, intense game. That's Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Last game I'm going to be talking about quickly, Sundered. And the only thing I can say about Sundered is I'm really disappointed I played Hollow Knight to completion because that is such a better game. Sundered is kind of garbage, but I didn't hate it. Um, what Sundered Are they is similar. I don't. Yeah, it, Sundered is a Metroidvania. It's the same type of game. It's a Metroidvania okay. game. Um, whereas Hollow Knight builds a world kind of like Metroid Prime or Castlevania, really any Metroidvania game, or in the Blind Forest, they build a world that your character is in that you kind of like work within. Sundered kind of has a bunch of empty rooms, and then they just throw a bunch of fucking enemies at you randomly, and they're calling that like... Well, no gameplay is ever the same because we randomly generate a hundred enemies to come at you at different times. And it's lazy because it's the same like 10 types of enemies over and over again, just thrown like in mass at you randomly as you're going through the levels. Um, other than that, if 10 types of enemies, how, yeah. how many enemies do you need before it's interesting? Because I'm, I'm trying to think like 10 seems like a lot. I don't really count. Mm -hmm. the enemy types in a game usually so i don't really know how often sure there's a difference but what, what are you looking for uh so the problem okay if we want to really boil it down sundered has two types of enemies dudes that fly and dudes that like are on the ground and just kind of like follow the walls around basically the flying okay. almost all the dudes can fly because they have to be able to fly from off screen through walls at you they can ignore walls and doors and stuff and stuff in the game that sure. your character can't for okay. like all this stuff. So that's the first disconnect I don't really like. Uh, the biggest problem with me is that because they went with the style of we're just going to throw a bunch of shit at you, lol, they don't have any finesse in how you deal with them. It's all just like mashing the button as much as you can, hoping maybe you have 20 of those dudes on top of you so you can kill all 20 at the same time. It's kind of like a shitty horde mode in a Metroidvania, and it's just okay. boring. All right. Yeah, it's just boring garbage gameplay. Everything else is fine. It looks beautiful. It's very, very nice looking. It's made by Thunder Lotus, the guys that made that Yotun game that I talked about probably two years ago or whenever that came out. Um, right. It has right. a lot of the same problems where it you think because it looks amazing, it should be amazing, but it's just kind of a shitty game. Like, I kind of just wish they would make, like, really nice animated features or cartoons or something. But instead, they keep trying to make these games and they're kind of mediocre at best. And it just seems like a waste. Bummer. Yeah. Um, that being said, I did 100% complete it because when I was playing through it normally, <laughs> I was at 98%. So I went back to get the last 2% <laughs> to say that I did. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. How long did that take? Uh, 15 hours. Okay, it can't be that bad if you're putting 15 hours into this game. Well, I wanted to finish it. The boss fights are okay. The boss fights are okay. like what you want to go for in this game because they're original looking. They play differently and they actually test any skill you might have or like the different abilities you would have by that point. 
to like really beat them. Like they're actually a challenge. They have different attack patterns and it's not just a jumbled bunch of shit coming at you. It's like a really well-crafted fight. The problem with the boss battles, if there's like any, is that a lot of times they do this stupid bullet hell part in like every boss battle where the screen's kind of close up. You can see your character like normally very well. But then because this boss is so big and he's throwing a bunch of shit at you, the screen pans out and your character gets lost in the mess of garbage. He's hard to see in like the mess of stuff. And that's like bad. That's just bad game design. Oh, okay. I was going to say that actually sounds kind of cool. It is, but you lose your character because your character doesn't pop enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's this weird double-edged sword of the art in the background and the foreground is so beautiful that your character mixes in with it. (laughs) Like it all looks just like a painting or something with just a bunch of shit everywhere. Um, That's probably the biggest problem with the boss fights that, and also that there's like four, there's like four or five boss fights in the whole game. So in 15 hours, what is that? Like every three to five hours I had one boss fight and that's like what I actually went for. It's kind of shitty. That's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't recommend it, but if you're looking for a Metroidvania game that is okay at best in it's like how it plays, you could probably pick it up. It's not that expensive. That's Sundered by uh, Thunder Lotus. And that's All right. It. That was it for you, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm still playing Pyre. Okay. I talked about this with John last time. Yeah. How are you liking um, it? I I love that game. I'm, okay. I have such a good time with it. Uh, are you at all interested in the uh, latest Supergiant? I'm interested. Joint? Yeah, maybe not. Like, this is a game I would totally feel okay with picking up at a sale for a little okay. bit less. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I am, but not really, if that makes sense. Yeah, I still, I, in fact, I just got to the point, I understand it's only 10 hours long, so I got to be prop, and I thought I was further into the game, but like it just opened up, like there's a bit of a, like an overworld thing. Like I, I heard there's off, like the Final Fantasy airship type thing where it's like, oh, now I can go anywhere sort of thing. Yeah, I just got yeah. the airship and it was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Because before that, it was very linear. So now it's, now it's like, which because you're following stars your main character is a reader who reads the stars to know where to go next and then it opens up and it's like now you can just pick one of the three stars where before it was always like one very specific star you had to go to so yeah it opened up which kind of changed things a lot which is really cool i'm now playing a lot of the same uh enemy uh teams for a second time and they'll reference like if you had beaten them before and stuff like that and now they are way harder before this I never got close to losing. It opened up. I did one of the like the sports games, the rights, yeah. as they're called. I probably lost like six times and just hit kept hitting restart before I finally beat them. Like the, the difficulty ramps up, which is which is good because yeah. it was a little too easy. And now I like really need to like focus on like almost like making plays, uh, which just makes the sports aspect of this like so much more prevalent. Sure. Um, and I know you can keep. You can lose the rights and the game will continue, but I just can't. It just seems wrong to no, do that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I would do the same. Uh, and I know there's like no game overs in this thing, so I'm kind of curious like how story-wise it would work if I just like 
turned off all weird, like neurotic, can't lose stuff from this game and just played through it. I'm really curious what the ending is going to be like compared to what I'm about to get. Um, so I might play it twice. But at the moment, uh, I love all the characters. Yeah. I, and when, just before you get this overworld thing, you get to you're in you're basically kind of in like this purgatory area mm-hmm. and you're all doing these rites to get back to life, basically, to get back to like the good, the good side or whatever. Sure. The Commonwealth, as they call it. Um, and just before it opens up, you get to you finish one of the rites and you get to send one of your characters off. And that was like the hardest decision. Oh, I, yeah. I had to make because it was like because that person's just gone from the story. Sure. Like the story will continue, but they're just not in it anymore, um, which also makes me want to like play this again to see like, oh, what would they do if I had sent someone else? So see, for those uh, who have played it, I sent Rookie, the dog that has a mustache, <laughs> and that was a very hard decision. But I just wanted he was just such a good boy. Is it hard because you like the character or because they're mechanically like superior for the gameplay? Like it's both like okay. I have a character like my favorite. I really like Hedwin. He's kind of like like the main main dude. OK. Um, And he's the one I played with the most often because I like his skill set. Sure. So he's like also my strongest guy. So there's a part of me where it's like, I don't want you to leave yet, Hedwin, because you're so good. And yeah. then it's like, am I just being greedy? Like I'm keeping him in purgatory here. Sure. And he's like he's a great character. He's like super cool to you and stuff. And it's like. There's this weird disconnect with like about like how I want to play it versus like how I feel towards it. Like, oh, there's also a part of me that like wants to see like what would a souped up character look like. So I'm probably going to get him to like max strength and then send him off. But then I'm also going to be a lot weaker at that point. Yeah, because my like my main dude is gone. So I'm trying to play with other people right now to get them a bit better. Um, It's a really cool game. I'm, I'm really enjoying Pyre. Cool. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had some people over, and so I was like, "What do, what uh, like couch co-op games do I have on my Xbox? What should we play?" Okay, played some speedrunners. That's not really co-op, but yeah, okay, sure. You're right; it's not co-op. It is competitive, but it's local. It's you know single screen. It's super fun. Speedrunners is great. Like, yeah, it has a real steep learning curve because yeah. it was me and a buddy playing it for about an hour, and then my roommate's like, "Hey, can I join in?" And we were like, "Sure," and we were just like just dunking on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking. Eventually, she started picking it up. But uh, when you get good at that game, like Speedrunners is a ton of fun. Speedrunners is not a new game, but I think it like just released on the Xbox as with Games with Gold, which is why I have it. Okay. Um, I'm so so bad at Speedrunners. I got again. We played probably like three hours straight of Speedrunners. Went through the short story. It's like it's a ton of fun. That's a game we should stream. You should get it on a PC. It probably doesn't need a lot to run. You're probably right. Yes. Speedrunners is a good time. Um, another game I had was Runbow. Okay. I I don't really like Runbow that much. Um, okay. Yeah. It's heavy platforming and, and it is grueling. It is so difficult, some of this platforming. Sure. But I don't think the platforming is tight enough for some of the stuff they want you to do. Like you'll hit edges weird or you'll bounce off things. <clears throat> you can play with up to like nine like eight I think. players or something. Yeah. Like there's a lot. You can have a lot yeah, of players yeah. at once. And it's all like Mario style, get from like left to right. <clears throat> Actually, that's not true. <clears throat> the story mode um, is all these different challenges. A lot of them are like get from left to right, but some of them are just like collect enough coins within this like deadly area, like kind of an arena thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can keep hitting. Like, if you jump on each other, it like messes up. So there's a lot of the platforming was like two of you are just going to have to die because there's no way three of us can 
like more than one yeah. person can get through it's this. It's kind of bad. And as soon as we touch each other, we just bounce off of each other, and it's the yeah. platforming is w- way too like strict for that. It's honestly kind um, of badly designed from what I've seen of it. So yeah, like it kind of got to the point where it was like, well, like there was three of us. One of you, you might as well just not even go because you're you're like you're the weakest of the three of us platforming. For There's sure. no way you'll make it. Right. And then it came to the other two, and it's like. Well, I guess we'll just see what happens and whoever dies, like one of us is going to have to die and then the other one can go on. Like it was almost just like, why don't you guys just watch me and I'll just get through this one, like which is not great. (laughs) Um, But maybe if you're playing solo, that's better. But I don't know. I was looking for some multiplayer stuff. Yeah, that was that was Ronbo. Last weekend, For Honor had a free weekend, a free weekend. Yeah, played some of that on the Xbox. I only played the first two stages. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, That game looks great. Yep. When you turn the game on, it says, hey, do the tutorial. And you sit through and you go through the tutorial. The tutorial is kind of slow because uh, there's a lot to kind of tell you about it, of how the combat works. It plays very differently you play than you'd be used to if you hadn't yeah, played it's, it. It's yeah, a, it's a unique game. And then you play level one, and the first thing they do is they give you another tutorial. Yep. That's which right. was kind of annoying. The advanced tutorial. Um, it's it's like the same stuff. Yeah. It's like the exact same. Like I did, I had to do the, basically a tutorial twice. Uh, and they don't tell you like actually super important things about like things you'll actually be using in the game. I can't remember oh, really? what it, it was specifically now, but there was one thing that like every when I found out about it, I was like, holy shit, that changes everything. And then okay. I see other people get told about it and it like changes that game <laughs> completely. Oh. And they don't tell you any well, of that stuff. So, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, I wish I, I, I just kept like doing the like tackle move and then hit them a bunch. Yep. Uh, works enough for me. I only played the first two, but yeah, that's a good looking game. Yep. Um, very close to being a little too Dynasty Warriors for me, but further <laughs> away enough that I was into it. So, I mean, yeah, it's there's the one V one stuff is what you go there for. It's kind of like this weird fighting game. Yeah, so. it's, it's yeah, it's basically kind of like a like a rock game, paper, like a really scissors, minimalist one, minimalist fighting yeah, game. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of a rock paper scissors thing. So, um, all right, probably like the game of the week. Yeah, <laughs> I played um the hot new follow up to Hidden My Game by Mom. Yeah, this is my brother ate my pudding. Yeah, yeah, of course. This is a free Android iOS shout out to whoever mentioned it in the Discord. I had no idea that it was out. I think it came out near the end of last month i will Plays. get the name for you right now if you want uh, the name of what the, the person company? who no the person oh okay yeah yeah um sorry yeah so if you've played him my game my mom you know it's all about finding the ds or whatever without like upsetting your family members or or doing something silly. This one is you eat some pudding that's in the fridge and turns out it's your sister's pudding and she's chasing you. She's chasing you through all of these different levels and you need to hide. You need to find a good hiding spot so that when she runs in, she can't see you and then she'll run away. And then the dude gives like the victory sign and you move on. It's only 20 stages. It's a pretty short game. You can finish it in like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's free. It's got the great, uh it's got some good jokes it's just like the hidden by my game by mom uh games you want to kind of fail on purpose just to see how silly this would have like resulted in sure um and i definitely recommend like losing a bunch not just doing like the obvious solution 
even though it's not always obvious. I will say level 18, I think it's 18 that's great, and 19 I absolutely loved, or it was 17 that's great, and 18 I absolutely loved. One of those two, uh, really good. Uh, and then, yeah, the, there's only 20 stages, and then they have their, uh, like, random one that enters a few more of them, so. Go out there, pick that up, it's free. Yeah. It's a fun little time waster. Shout out to Final Insanity in the Discord, is the first person talking about it, so there you go. Thank Yeah, thank you. And that was, uh, my brother ate my pudding. Yeah. Uh, last game, I don't know how much of this I talked about on the show, if I did at all. Uh, this is what I was streaming, actually. Graceful Explosion Machine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Side-scrolling little game from... I think it's like their first game from a developer up in Toronto, Toronto I think. It was either Toronto or Vancouver. Okay. <clears throat> um, it's a shoot-em-up. Side-scrolling, you can go left or right. You have to flip your ship around. And you get a bunch of missiles and like a super beam cannon. Uh, my problem is it's kind of samey. A lot of the levels are just kind of the same thing again, which is a bummer. Like, I wish there were some some like boss stages or mixing it up with some objectives it seems like it could probably have that problem from the bit i saw yeah the music's real good it looks really great the one slight downside to the looks is your ship kind of gets lost in all the explosions sometimes um which is it only happens rarely but you can only take three hits before you're dead so when it does happen it's really annoying i wrote up a review for it on comic book bin and honestly i haven't played it in like over a week so it's not super fresh but if you're interested in hearing what I said about it, uh, you can you can go over there and check it out. Yeah, uh, and that game's on came out on the Switch a while ago, and it was just released on PC and PlayStation like yep. a week or two ago. Yep. All right, let's go on to some news. Holy crap! There's a lot here. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, two weeks, right? Um, and actually, I I trimmed some of this down because it came irrelevant. Valve announced a new game. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This. <laughs> It's kind of funny because the day they did this, so first of all, they announced Artifact, which is their Dota card game. The day they card, did this, Dota I card. got an email from um, Gearbox, and they're like, try our new 1v1 card game or whatever. Oh, really? And I was like, wow, you guys got shit on again? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Um, so yeah, it's a Dota card game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people got like upset that it was like, this is the game that Valve puts put out, but like... They they announced this at the international. Like, what did they expect? Sure. Of course, it's going to be Dota related. It's a Dota tournament. Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, okay. I was going to say I really don't care about Dota, but what? Why are you so excited? Because I do care about Dota. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah. And you, and you liked Hearthstone, right? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I played that Frozen Wasteland, whatever thing they did expansion in okay. Hearthstone. There's not much so to talk about. For you. That's still good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I don't that's coming probably in a while. But uh, I'm gonna happening. add one thing from the international quickly as news. Uh, okay. OpenAI made an AI smart enough to learn how to play Dota better than oh, a Dota yeah, master, yeah. which is awesome. OpenAI, the uh, Elon Musk. Elon uh, Musk company. is scared shitless of AI, and he should be because he knows. Yeah, I was gonna what say, yeah. Do. To be fair, like he probably should be. We should all yeah, probably yeah. be a little bit more scared of robots. So um, um, to be clear. It was AI versus Dendi, well known as uh, a player from Navi, one of the best teams and player in the world. Um, the AI, it was a one v one mid lane only Shadow Fiend. What the fuck was? Yeah, I think it was Shadow Fiend uh, fight where they both have to play the same character. Um, the way this bot works is that 
unlike a bot that's programmed to do certain actions kind of always in like certain things like if their health is this then do this attack sort of thing the ai didn't know how to do anything and then just by repetition of playing like thousands and thousands of games of dota learned like how to bots against itself specifically <laughs> against other instances of itself it learned how to correct its own mistakes to the point where even when it was playing against the pros, it was learning about like how to deal with things they were doing. Like one of the things apparently that one of them that played against it was trying to do that works on some bots is confuse it by putting items down on the ground randomly to like kind of throw the bots like detection off. And this fucking AI learned how to combat that. Like, yeah, from what I what I understand, <laughs> it spent about two weeks playing bots, like yeah, you know, hundreds, of thousands of times. It's a computer. Yeah. Um, and then it when it went against humans, it was getting defeated pretty easily. But then yeah. it learned, and now it, and then at the end of it, it, it won like twice in a row, right? Yeah, and um, yeah, basically what before like they went off stage because the like part was over in the international. Dendy was saying like they were asking why do you think it's so hard he's like because like every little mistake is an opening and it takes it like every little human mistake he made the bot capitalized on and just destroyed the shit out of him and it was hilarious like that's gonna be like how we lose the war you know every little human mistake we make they're gonna take it oh you mean you had to reload bam yeah (laughs) like Like, don't ever forget those words it's fucking terrifying. I the here's the thing is that right now one v one one character only out of like a hundred and twenty or something like a huge roster, whatever. When but this is a stepping stone. Mark my words. When there's like five AI players on a team and they are coordinating with each other to play five pros, that's gonna be the end of humanity. <laughs> That's the match yeah, that's going to There's like two humanity. ways this works. It's like a team of five humans sit down at their computers. Yeah. And then a team of five robot like androids sit down yeah. and their heads like spin around like twice oh. before they like get ready to go. Or the other way this happens is the five humans sit down and then one scrawny nerd comes up, plugs a box in yeah. to like the five computers yeah. and that just what destroys them. Like yeah. he just that team wins. Like yeah. he puts a thumb drive in. And it's like, all right, my team's ready. Did you watch this um, AI battle or whatever? I didn't. No, okay. I, did, I just uh, heard what about it. What you described kind of happened. <laughs> like, they, yeah, that, like yeah. they made a big show of it where it's like there was like theme music coming out and they, uh, the one dude came out like as a fighter with like his stupid hood on and like pretending to airbox and stuff. And then okay. they brought out the computer as the second fighter. And then, like, this is some nerd just comes up and plugs, like, a USB key into it. Right. Like, yeah. that, like, what you actually said happened already. <laughs> this is actually, this is what I want to happen. So the human humans come up, right? They get ready. Yeah. Then five Lamborghinis. Yep. Actually, I'm going to say, like, one Lamborghini and, like, a pickup truck. Yep. And, like, an 18-wheeler and, like, a Jeep and, I don't know, like, a smart car. They roll up, and then transform yep. into humanoid robots, and those sit down at their chairs but then and get ready to they fight. don't even play on a computer. They just plug into the computer. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> one, of, one of them just pulls, like, a cord out of, like, their wrist yeah, and yeah. plugs it into a USB port. Yeah, they're, they're and then still... And their eyes just go completely black. They're still not good enough to, like, be, like, blue Bluetooth compatible or anything. They still have to plug in. 
I really like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you can't have any latency, right? No, you're right. You're right. That's actually why otherwise, I don't use otherwise, a wireless the mouth. humans are going to take that opening. But yeah. No, no, like they can't let that happen. That's actually why I don't use a wireless mouse. Is actually yeah, that reason go. exactly? So, yep. Yeah. Um. So you know, uh, Doomsday is coming. Yeah. Thanks, Valve. Um, Double Fine is updating a lot of their uh, apps on iOS. Uh, iOS 11 is coming this fall, and anything that's not 64-bit is not going to work. Most of their games are being uh, updated, including Full Throttle Remastered, Grim Fandango Remastered, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Broken Age. These make sense, for sure. Um, Middle Manager of Justice is going to be stuck in limbo until they figure out if it's worth saving. Oh. And there are four games, however, that they are not updating. Okay. Uh, costume quest drop cord psychonauts vault viewer i don't know what that is yeah um and the cave those are not going to be updated to uh 64 bit so you will not be able to play them i'm pretty sure costume quest right now is free you can just download sure, that but probably. At, in t- once ios 11 comes out which is probably about a month from now it just will not work unless hmm. you don't update your phone that kind of sucks it does Oh, well. I know there's a lot of uh, developers being like, crap, I got to like update this app that I no longer use really. Yeah. If I want to keep it around. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how much stuff people lose. Here's news <laughs> I'm excited for. Let's do it. Uh, Amazon is making the prime discount. So Amazon right now, if you have prime, you can get 20% off pre-ordered, pre-ordered <laughs> games or games about two weeks after they come out, they'll still be 20% off on physical copies. I fucked up. This is not the news I'm excited for. The next no, one. No, you should not be excited about that. I thought you were being sarcastic. No. Uh, Canada is getting their 20% discount dropped to 10%. Yeah. So no, this is real shitty. The so, next one, however. Um, God damn it. And then so similarly uh, in America, ours is staying at 20%, but the two weeks after aspect is leaving so you have to pre-order the game if you want the 20 percent yeah uh which is kind of a bummer i always say don't pre-order games especially for this reason it's like well i have two weeks like i'll just wait to see if it's good totally so now you got to be a little bit a little bit quicker i guess theoretically i could just pre-order a game i'm interested in and then if it gets like terrible reviews just return it but that's just one more step of hassle i'd rather not do kind of a bummer i really liked what they had but you know good things don't last forever true all right um the good life this yeah. is what you're excited about this is what yeah, i'm excited be. about i am this is this is like your thing yeah i'm a um, cat person and i like deadly premonition so bad so sweary yeah his new company i think it's white owls yeah has announced their first game it's coming to fig i believe on uh like september 3rd or something like that like the labor day weekend i'm a little wary september about 3rd, that yep. I don't like Fig as an idea or a platform. So they're trying to go for crowdfunding. And Fig, if people don't remember, is the crowdfunding platform where if you um, donate, or I shouldn't say donate, but put in enough money, you can even be an investor. So you can actually get some money back if it does well enough. Yeah, yeah. But I think you need to put like $1,000 in or something. You have to put in a good amount for sure. Yeah. Um, Anyways, they've announced The Good Life, Mm -hmm. which is an RPG where you're a, a photographer going to this town where at night everyone turns into a cat. Fuck yes. I'm in. Uh, yeah. Not much else has really been sh- shed or shown or said about it. We'll probably know more when the campaign actually launches. I'm always excited when Swery makes new games. Yep. And I'm sad that D4 will never get a sequel. <laughs> sure. Speaking of weird games that are kind of <laughs> yeah. up, up this alley, yeah. I downloaded um, Catherine again. 
Oh, okay. It was six dollars. Xbox was having like a sale. Okay. Um, and I also got a cool Catherine poster I found online, which I think is showing up today. But um, yeah, I'm gonna play some Catherine again because that game's great. Yeah, it's pretty good for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shenmue Three. They announced that Deep Silver is gonna be publishing it. That's actually cool. I didn't see that coming. No, me neither. But so that's that's happening. That's good. Um, and I think uh, Shenmue 3 is supposed to be playable at Gamescom. Which is soon. Oh, yeah. Which that's is cool. in like four days. Save Shenmue. So, so there you go. Uh, there's, here's a bummer note. So they've been updating Mass Effect Andromeda for the past couple months. Yeah. The updates, um, the most recent one, 1.1. 1. 1, yeah. is going to be the last update they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're waiting for it to be the best it's going to be, now is the time. I uh, they said they are going to still be updating the multiplayer, adding new mo- maps and modes and whatnot. Sure. But there's no DLC coming for single player and no more like improvement support, basically. That's good. Stop wasting time on it. Yeah, I miss once I started seeing it going for like twenty dollars Canadian. I yeah. was like, "Wow, that is cheap." Yep. No, for that sure. Is cheap. Yep. Yeah. So that's a bummer, but I guess if I was waiting, now's the time to play it. Uh, you mentioned this earlier. Blizzard renamed uh, its uh, client back to BattleNet. That's the funniest news. That was of that the short lived. <laughs> yeah, it was like a few months. Yep. Uh, and a couple other small ones. Uh, Milton. Oh, I'm going to screw up this last name. Guasti? Guasti? Sure. Uh, better known as the guy behind... Um, AM2R. AM, AM2R. Yep. It now works for Moon Studios, the company behind Ori and the Blind Forest. He is working as a level designer on Ori and the Will of the Wisp, I think it's called. The next Ori game. Um, that sounds fantastic. See, that does. I'm going to be the asshole here. Uh, the thing he's known for is remaking a game that already existed. So why is he on level design for a new thing? But I'm, I just, I, I didn't play well. Antuar, but people loved it. Right, but it people exists really already. Antuar. It was already a game years ago that he remade in with new assets. That's yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't, don't want to be the asshole. I'm just saying that like I don't think his creativity really showed in that project. He probably did something else that like. I don't know about. I'm just an ignorant yeah, fuck, I, but whatever. I, I can't really. Uh, I don't know one way or the other. I didn't play AM2R. I don't know the differences that he added or if he didn't add any differences. But either way, he made a he made a really popular uh, Metroidvania game. We know um, that he has the will to work, so that's good. Yeah, I love Ori. I think this is a good uh, combination. Um, yeah, and last one uh, is that uh, someone just had to say in Framed Two. Mm-hmm. Is out on Android now, and it's currently on sale for t- sale for two bucks. I like the Framed series. Yeah. All right. Now let's move on to some questions. Yeah. People want to send questions in. It's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter. There's the Facebook group, the Discord uh, channel, and John's PO box. Yep. And you could sound just like the thrill of who says the great. So name. Sonic shuffle, people say it's a terrible game, but I'm genuinely unsure as to why I was actually planning on sending this in before it popped up on John's recent streams. <laughs> I grew up with it as a kid instead of any Mario party. 
So I'm sure there's a bit of nostalgia filter going for me. But for those of you who actually played it, what reasons do you have for not liking it? Okay, I didn't play it because I don't like Mario Party games, and this is that type of thing. So, okay. in my and opinion, it's bad it. <laughs> because I don't like that type of game. Shit, I had never sorry. heard of it, but Mario Party is terrible. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, what reasons do you have for not liking it? I think a lot of people, like, it, I'm pretty sure it came out during that time where they were trying to just figure out th- weird 3d shit and probably looks kind of ugly to the, today's standards i think it's just one of those things that if you grew up with it you probably liked it like this guy did but like for everybody else without the nostalgia goggles it's an old game from the dreamcast that was kind of garbage also when it comes to that stuff people generally like the mario version over the that's true sonic version mario that's party also sucks though sure i just want to make that clear yeah. Okay. Jaron wrote in and said advice on playing retro systems on flat screen TV. I was playing some old games uh, recently. I'm guessing he meant there. Found out that newer flat screen TVs don't mix well with old games. Thinking about getting a Retron 5 and an upscaler. Upscalers are expensive, though. Is there any good affordable upscalers out there or is a Retron the best bet? This is a John question for the most part, but even knowing John, he plays all of his retro games if possible on an old CRT TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For this act, for this very reason, um, the way to play retro stuff on a flat screen is to buy it again on whatever, like new console sells it on their store. If you can, that's kind of it, but it's always shitty. I can understand wanting like, the nostalgia factor of like, I'm going to sure. plug in my Super Nintendo. Sure. Because that's completely different than just like, I downloaded this on my Wii U or I stole it on my computer. Um, but yeah, I'm not definitely not one to talk. I can say, though, whenever there is a game that like you can add scan lines in, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. That's silly. And I can also say that my Catherine poster showed up. Nice. And it's in my mailbox. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's kind of cool. Um, um, yeah, sorry. There's no like great way. The way that he's talking about that he already knows what he needs. That's kind of it, dude. Sorry. <laughs> and people are saying in the chat, the other solutions are pretty dumb and expensive. To be yes. fair, getting a CRT at this point is probably real cumbersome. And like, I'm and not even sure expensive where I would go. For like a good yeah. one. Yeah. So. Like, honestly, I guess I would try Craigslist, but I like, I, yeah. Other than that, I don't even know where I would go to try and find a CRT. A pawn shop? Yeah. Are there still pawn shops? Um, there's one here that I know about. The other is kind of okay. closed. So. Yeah, like I. Yeah. See, the, the bad side, the worst thing about doing the CRT route is then you own a CRT. Yeah, like if you're going to buy a CRT, I hope you own a house or like are locked into that location for 20 years at least. Because moving yeah, those, you have is to the carry worst. a CRT around. Yeah, and they're heavy and they take up a lot of space. Like they're the worst. They're terrible. Honest, like I get the nostalgia factor, but yeah. just me personally, yeah, I would just download on a service that is you're saving so much time and effort. Yeah, but I mean, if you need to do the CRT route, like I hope you got lots of space. Um, you should maybe just download an emulator or something. Like if you just want the gameplay experience. It's not really going to change anything. Get a USB 
uh, Super Nintendo or Nintendo controller. Like John has those. They work great for what they do. Plug it, uh, plug in um, an emulator. You're good to go. That's probably your best bet. Custom SC says, do you guys think there were there will be any games that were made in the past two console generations that will reach the same level of collector status as older games like the Game Boy Color Shantae? Uh, yeah, but it's hard to decipher what those would be. They would like any game that gains a cult following that didn't do well in the market, like in the marketplace, basically selling it usually gets that it's going to be harder because a lot of shit's digital and a lot of stuff is easy to get. It's no longer going to be like, you know, this is, this is real expensive because it's, you can't play it. Right. Cause you can play like anything now. Everything is, has a digital copy. It's just going to be like, this is, this is expensive because they didn't print many of these. Right. Like I know, or maybe not even expensive, but just rare, like limited run games. Those things sell out pretty quick. Yeah. Because, you know, there's only a limited number of them. And there are definitely crazy people out there who want to, like, collect them all. You know, fill up the little checkbox thing. Make sure you get every limited run game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to tell until we're further apart. Like, you know, we're, there's some distance between those generations and, and the present. So we'll know, like, oh, this is a rare one. Only thing that really comes to mind is, like, Maybe like Deadly Premonition, like a physical copy of that. I don't know. Um, For me, Demon's Souls seems like it might be rare or like will be because it's an Atlas published Souls game before From Software made Dark Souls and made that series really pop. And it's only available on PlayStation 3. There's no other way you can play it. Another thing with the older consoles is there wasn't like a ton of like used game markets back then. Because right. like when you said Demon Souls, and I was thinking like I remember seeing tons of used copies of Demon Souls like mm-hmm. when I worked at the store. Sure. So like there's just there's just they printed more. There's going to be more used copies now because lots of stores take in used stuff. So like I I don't think so really for the most part until they don't take them in anymore. Like there would have been copies of Shantae on Game Boy Color if GameStop took Game Boy Color games. I'm sure. That's what I'm saying is yeah, there wasn't really yeah. a used game market as as big as right now. Um, it'll like when it gets to that point it'll it'll be a while (laughs) it'll be a while for those games to be that rare but yeah i don't think yeah i'm gonna change my opinion no i don't because of the fact that things print so easily and there's digital versions of like literally everything i don't think there ever will be anymore i don't i don't think so either Okay. We got this next one yep. from 3D Homer. From I'm 3D Homer. You're stuck. Okay. You're stuck at a cabin in the woods for the weekend. There's a heavy thunderstorm. Your only entertainment is an old computer that runs MS DOS. It only has one game on it. What do you want that game to be? You're just like, I uh, have no it. Probably like, I'm trying to think like my very first computer was this. Okay. Like the first Rayman or okay. Duke Nukem. I mean, I'm just going to say Tetris. Like, I just want like a puzzle game with uh, infinite replayability. Tetris is a good one. I mean, how long am I at this cabin? It's just for that, the weekend. Oh, I don't for need the, infinite no, replayability. No, you're right. Doom. I'd play through Doom again on a stormy cabin in the woods weekend. That would be scary as fuck. I'm in. 
Give me Doom. I don't think I want that. So uh, now that it's rainstorming, I think I'm going to go with Rayman. Have something okay. like nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Doom all the way. Um, right. Now, instead, you're just watching a movie about someone in a similar situation. What do you want on that computer so then it can be real and murder the main character? <laughs> I mean, Rayman still works. I'd love Rayman to become. They're just having a fun time. Yeah. I mean, mine definitely. I feel still like works. if you played like a like a more gory game like Doom or Duke Nukem, you yeah, could, yeah, there could be something kind of funny where like they just got a kill in the game and then they get killed in that like exact sure. way. Yeah, sure, sure. Like maybe like maybe if you're playing Duke Nukem and you kill like the pig cops and then a pig cop comes in and kills yeah. that character, get revenge on you for sure. Hmm. All right, uh, Jericos, uh, this is the person who wrote in with the uh, question I answered at the beginning of it. Um, their first question, however, is, mm -hmm. first, you guys have often mentioned an application, an appreciation for classic 2D Sonic games. Sure. And been saddened by the lack of good games of late. He then mentions, yes, he knows Sonic Mania just came out. I'm ignoring that since I haven't played sure. it. Sure, yeah. My question is, have you guys played Freedom Planet? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? Actually, we got a question like this a few months ago, I think, from somebody in the Discord. And I kind of just ignored it because it seemed too specific of like, what do you guys think of this game? But um, Freedom Planet's one of those games I always wanted to try but never did. I heard good things about it. What about you? I know it's on... Um, I haven't played it. I've definitely seen it. And yeah, it's like a Sonic clone. I know it's on uh, with, like, more Windows going on, it or seems like, like PC. It's on Steam. 10 um, out of 10 on Steam? Whoa. Overwhelming. Okay, yeah. People love this. I'm going to buy it right now, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I haven't played it myself. Um, anecdote with Sonic Mania, though. This is probably like the first Sonic game since I can even remember that I have been remotely interested in. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I can't. I like, can't wait to play it myself, so... I, I, I'm glad it's 20 bucks because if it was more than that, I'd probably be like, but it's still Sonic. Um, but I'm actually sure. kind of interested in it. And I have like uh, some like car trips coming up. So I might pick it up on the switch this week. Cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about it. Last one I was excited about was uh, Sonic Generations and it was a, it was fine. So, OK. All right. I'm excited for this one for sure. All right, you got this one from James, and then I got the last one. Okay. Wait, did he say it's three questions or just two? Just oh, two. Yeah, there's just two. Okay. James writes in and says, with the Insane Trilogy, Sonic Mania, upcoming Bubsy remake, it seems that animal mascots are mounting a resurgence. I have two questions about this. One, what other animal mascots do you want to stage a comeback? And two, what animal would you choose to make an animal mascot game out of if you were tasked with making such a game? I'd also like to mention I saw a, a news headline uh -huh. the last couple of days that apparently Chuck E. Cheese is breaking up the band. I saw that. I was actually so, kind of depressed about it. I don't know if animal mascots are making a big comeback. Could Like... If Chuck E. Cheese can't keep it together, like, yeah. what hope in this world is there? I mean, we could make a Chuck E. Cheese game. I, I was thinking about that, but isn't that just Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, we have, and I think we have enough of those games. So what other animal mascots do we want to stage a comeback? 
Um, I was happy with Crash Bandicoot making a comeback because I grew up with Crash Bandicoot and I love those games, so I'm good. I played I played a lot of Conker's Bad Fur Day. I have a feeling the humor wouldn't be great now. There actually is a better answer I have. So okay. the creator of Duck Game, uh he and I have become friends and we talk quite frequently. He wants to remake James Pond and I would love to see that happen because That's James the frog one, right? Uh, the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it a fish? Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Okay. Yeah. So James Pond, I want to see make a comeback and I want Landon from duck game to make that game. Cause I think that would be great. That'd be okay. a good time. I would like a new Viva Pinata. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's I, never going to happen. I was going to say, that's that. never going to happen, is it? No, it's never going to happen. Uh, <laughs> what animal would you choose to make an animal mascot game out of? What about Zootopia? That bunny everybody wants to fuck. She could have a game. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm sure there is a game, probably. I don't know. Um, that's all I've heard about, about that a, movie. How about a fudge hog? Yeah. Or a horse stachio? Yeah, I'm in. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, and um, from I don't care five five five, what do you typically do with character customization options? Do you try to make your character attractive or do something else? Uh, my first character is always a knight or paladin of some sort that's female with pink hair, a ponytail named the same name every time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I probably play females more often. Sure. Uh, because usually the only chance I get to play females are if I'm making a custom character. Um, and then I usually just make them like ripped. Sure. And and yeah, I think that's it. That's the only like. No, well, actually, that's not true. Because like for Mass Effect, I I made pre- a pretty small girl. I don't know. I don't really ever tr- think about trying to make them attractive. I guess I don't try to make them ugly. Yeah. I sure. would say so. I guess. I guess I, w- I don't know if I'm going to say they're attractive, but they don't look bad. I don't know. Uh, but I think typically I usually try to make a girl. I never try to make myself. No, I'll me neither. That. Never. No, I'm with you for so. sure. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for questions. Paul, where can people send questions for next week? Uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, top down perspective at gmail.com, facebook.com slash top down perspective. And the Discord group are the best ways. Also, John's P.O. Box, if you are nutty like that. Yep. Yeah. What's your game of the week? I'm going to pick two for the two weeks I missed. I'm going to say Hollow Knight for the first week and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice for the second. I'm going to do two as well. I'm going to pick My Brother Ate My Pudding. Yep. And I'm going to do Pyre again. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back sometime later this week, I guess. Thanks. Bye.